It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas. How are you doing this week? Jake, I'm doing great. Uh, I made it through April Fool's without being made a fool, which is one mm. of the only goals of my entire year. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> I love to hear that. Um, and since it is now a later date in April, it is... April Squares Day. So did you want to reveal a truth? And this is something we're going to do every week in April now that it is an April Fool's Day. Reveal one truth on April Squares Day. Um, I have never broken... No, that's wrong. I broke a toe. I can't say that anymore. Um, mm. Man. You broke a toe? <laughs> April Squares... Uh, like, a couple years ago, I had, like, a really minor avulsion fracture, so uh, it wasn't anything super serious. But, uh... Man, uh... April Squares Day. On April Squares Day, you tell the truth. We all know that. Exactly. Um, um, I'm drinking. Well, a, that... I'm drinking a cherry cola right now. Mm, okay. Two facts for the price of one. Um, on my April Squares Day, I'll say I broke my leg um, because I slipped on some ice and fell directly on a train track when the train was coming, and it was very scary. Um, and then my job fired me because they couldn't bother paying the insurance. You know, insurance is so expensive for these corporations. It's true. They just don't have the money and to pay for that. They're honestly the victims here, not me. Um, so I broke my leg there. That was the first injury in a long time. I also um, fractured my wrist um, in third grade uh, weeks before a skiing trip. Uh, so I wasn't allowed to go skiing. Because of the cast on my arm. I went on that skiing trip. You didn't miss much. Well, I mean, I would have liked to learn how to ski. 32 years old, still don't know how to ski. I'm going to tell you right now, Um, if I went back out there, I wouldn't remember shit. I mean, I I remember what everyone remembers, which is pizza, french fries, which I, mm. you know, I've already taught you that now. Tell me more. April Squares here, you have to tell the truth about pizza Okay, if you want to go... You, you make the skis go. look like french fries. They're just pointing straight forward. If you want to stop, yeah. you make the skis look like pizza. You point them towards each other. How do I do a Tokyo Drift? Um, I'm assuming that you do the pizza, but you like shift your body weight to the side a little bit. That You've seen them do that in actually. movies. I have seen them do that in movies. I do watch a lot of skiing movies. Um, as you may or may not know, Thomas and listeners to this podcast... Um, it is my mom's fault for breaking my arm, but uh, apparently it makes her really sad when I bring that up. So I didn't she you've told me about this. Didn't she slam your uh, hand in the car door or something? Yeah, she um, decided to close the door in our minivan while I was closing the door from the inside. And um, the angle was such that uh, I just bent my arm in such a way that it uh, fractured. And then we went to church the next day, and I kept complaining about how bad my arm hurt and was told, don't worry about it. Uh, and then, like, a week later, we went into the doctors, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is pretty bad. We're going to put you in a cast. But now I've got two working hands, so I'm actually fine and not mad at all. Triumphed over anymore. adversity, and you've got something you can yep. guilt trip your mom about forever. That's what everybody needs in America. And around the world... Of course, Survivor is a global show. They go all over the world, every continent except for one. Mm, I think. Antarctica? Two. Yeah. 
I don't know if they I don't think they've ever done a season in any European place. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but they've done America, they've done South America, uh, North America, they've done all the Americas, they've done Africa, they've done Asia, they've done Australia, and all of the islands in between all of those places on a little show called Survivor. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 44 last night? Jake, I certainly did. And what did you think of this week's episode title, The Third Turd? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Pretty good. Uh, Whoever's titling the episodes this year is doing a good job. I love that. Third turd. Very funny. Uh, So Jam Jam and Krylin argue over the fire. Um, I don't remember what this was about. To be honest, it was a while ago that I watched this episode. Uh, They were arguing arguing? about Carolyn uh, eliminating Sarah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That happened so long ago. I and then having forgot. no plan going forward after that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Just doing it just it's to do it. Inches. It's a game of inches, actually. Inches in the sand. I can't fucking I can't are. fucking take Carolyn on this show anymore, man. They gotta get her uh, out I of there. You gotta get her out. She's a, she her. is She's bad. She's person. bad at the game. How do you uh, why how do you say that? Like it's so annoying that because she like Everyone was so unobservant of her basically like falling down a flight of stairs and like hitting a bunch of trash cans and making a bunch of noise, getting the idol and everyone just let her do it. Like, I just don't <laughs> like, what is the angle with her? Why did you, why she did you get rid of Sarah? Why did you get rid of Sarah? Um, you are like everybody else on this tribe in that you're very dismissive of how good at this game she actually is. I've seen her play. <laughs> they We've literally have, she has a conversation with Jam Jam where Jam Jam is like, why didn't you just talk to me? What was the point of yeah. this? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think maybe it's a. Like, she's playing it up a little bit, so people underestimate her? No, that is not what this is at all. I think it is. And I support Carolyn in all of her efforts. And also, it's so funny that she was like, I'm gonna... Like, you you gotta commit to this shit, because she, like, she does it and gets into an alliance with Josh, and then immediately is like, I don't think this guy's trustworthy. I should go back to Jam Jam. It's like, what was the point of this? You could have had numbers against him. You could have done this the week before. It's just inches in the sand, baby. And it know? wasn't to save herself. It was, there was no four. reason for it other than that her feelings were hurt. That was it. Yeah, of course. It's a social game. Vote the people out who make you mad. Or <laughs> try to knock them down a peg. I completely support <laughs> Krylin in all of her efforts again. It's just funny to do that and then to be like, well, I don't know why everyone's so mad at me about it. I still want to play with Jam Jam. I don't get why Jam Jam doesn't trust me now. <laughs> Meanwhile, over on Ratatouille, uh, MGM's pain is getting worse. They should put a pharmacist mouse up in that head. I agree. Enough of these cooks. Too many cooks, not enough pharmacists. Uh, Carson is someone who can open up to. Someone is who... Let me try that again. Carson is someone who people can open up to. Okay, that does make sense. I think I missed a word the first time I read that. Anyway, um, Carson, good stuff. I'm, I'm liking Carson. 
I disagree. Carson simulates human emotion. He does not experience it. You hate everything I love. Uh, Kane wants to make a smart guy's alliance with Carson. Did you hate this as well? I think that it's a bad idea for Kane because Carson is using him like he's using everyone else in that tribe. Wow. He's literally saying it to the camera. He's like, everyone's telling me stuff I can use against them. It's great. Yeah, I'm not I'm not shocked by you accusing Carson of using people. I'm shocked by you calling Kane stupid, who's actually a very smart guy and he He's a, a smart guy. You, yeah, would he be in a would he be in a smart guy alliance if he wasn't smart? Exactly. Yeah. So uh check and mate, another smart guy thing. Uh you know, over there they're playing checkers, but over here with Kane and the Smart Guy Alliance, they're playing chess. It's a smart guys game. They're playing Monopoly. They're playing, playing diplomacy. Risk. They're playing diplomacy. We're playing civilization. They're playing civilization. We're playing settlers of Catan over here. Yeah, we're playing uh, Crusader Kings or whatever. So Ratatouille might be playing Crusader Kings or whatever, but over on Soka, Danny is leading a Brazilian jiu-jitsu breathing exercise. Different strokes, different folks, you know? A lot of breathing in this season. A lot of breathing. <laughs> so true, Bestie. Entirely um, too much breathing. I love it. Um, I know you said that yoga was too hard for you or whatever, um, but I um, now that I have a working leg again, I'm doing it all the time. Love it. I love this stuff. I love the breathing exercises. Uh, I want to do it all the time. Breathing is good for you, actually. Did you know this? See, you're falling into the the, the thing that that always eventually pushes me away from yoga, beyond just the routine of it being hard to keep up with, which is, it's just, it's annoying. (laughs) It's an annoying thing. There's no way to avoid being annoying about it. It's literally just stretching your body for the 10 stretching is the good, morning. but it always becomes this thing where people it's like a, it becomes a lifestyle thing. It becomes an identity thing and it gets really annoying when it's that. Um, no, I'm just spreading the good word of the gospel of the Lord and Savior yoga. Uh, that's a joke, of course. I just think you I just want my I just want you to stretch, you know, make your bodies feel good. Make your bones feel Stretching good is good. I agree. Being flexible, good. Stretching is good. Yes. Also, Yoga but you should also, like, take medicine and go to the doctor. Yeah. Make sure you do both. Yeah. At least do yoga. That's the least you can do for your body. Because then you can stretch real good. Be flexible. So then you go to the doctor and they'll be like, oh, wow, look how flexible you are. You're actually fine. You don't need to see me for another five to ten years whenever you remember. Yeah, you do, you, yoga helps like you that. do all the weird, like, double-jointed shit that you would see on the Ripley's Believe It or Not TV show. Like, all the creepy... Sorry, not, what's the show called? <laughs> Ripley's Believe It or Don't. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. You know, when they'd have a guy who'd be like, I can, like, pull my finger off because I'm double-jointed. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just your uncle <laughs> doing that finger <laughs> yeah. hand trick. Whoa! <laughs> I don't believe, believe it. it or don't. I don't. I don't think I believe that one. <laughs> I believe he's trying to trick me. I'm so excited to be an uncle. I've got, you know, I've got three nieces and nephews now. You gotta get a fart machine. I got a fart machine, buddy. It's called my fucking butt. (laughs) 
the only one I'll ever need. Doesn't never runs out of batteries. <laughs> Speaking of pulling fingers, um, we're going to see. Uh, we're going down to the Sin City this week to see the littlest niece um, who you've met. I have met your niece. And I'm very excited to do uncle shit with her, like uh, make fun of her and give her noogies. She's got a lot of hair now, so I'm going to give her noogies uh, constantly for the next, I don't know, 12 to 20 years, I think. Is 21 years old too old to be giving somebody a noogie? You're you're never too old to receive a noogie. (laughs) Um, I'm probably going to, as soon as she's old enough to like, you know, realize what she is doing with her body probably gonna start to teach her how to do yoga maybe cool. some Brazilian jiu-jitsu breathing exercises yeah and then you're gonna like it make sure she doesn't get vaccinated that's gonna yeah. be the new you that's me baby I hate vaccines but I love yoga uh Jamie feels that she was meant for this tribe Soka tribe good vibes and you know what I also noticed about the Soka tribe the good vibes tribe it's the green tribe coincidence from the earth. <laughs> Speaking of April, April Truth Day. What is it called? April Square. April Square Day. Also, it's April in the D. April in the D. April in the D. Yeah, I think all of our teams are losing. Is that right? Um. Yeah, I think the Wings are okay, but the the Tigers are like the worst baseball team of all time, and the Pistons are the worst basketball team in the NBA. So it's not good right now. <laughs> you know what I heard about the Wings? What's that? Ten for five dollars. Ooh. Man, I could go for some wings right now. I could always go for some rings. Some rings and some wings. Some rings for the pistons, some wings for my belly. Yeah, onion rings and wings, great combo. Oh, tell me about it. Uh, Matt calls Franny his blind spot. Matt is to Franny as Sandra Bullock is to whoever the... That's not not what that movie's called. Blind spot? It's the blind side. Blind side. What is, isn't there a movie called Blind Spot? Maybe. It's not that movie, though. Mm. This guy doesn't even know a fucking Christopher Eccleston project. (laughs) I knew one, I knew one Christopher Eccleston project. Um, Blind Spot was a show in 2015 to 2020. Sorry, Jamie Alexander, Ashley Johnson, Sullivan Stapleton, Audrey Esperanza, Luke Mitchell, Ennis Esmer. His, his, all the stars are here. Oh, and Rob Brown. He played Edgar Riday. What what network did this air on? I want to say NBC. It was an American crime drama television series. I told you it was real. Um, and it lasted for five seasons, 100 episodes. Oh, they hit syndication. On NBC, yeah. Well, I mean, five years. That's, that's a long time. Ryan Johnson was the producer on this show. Damn, it probably sucks then. You don't like Ryan Johnson? Not for t- I think oh, the wait. I think the only Ryan Johnson thing I've ever liked was the first season of American Crime Story. Or no, Ryan Johnson. I'm thinking um, of uh, Ryan Murphy. Sorry, I do like Ryan Johnson. It's also we're thinking of the wrong Ryan Johnson because isn't that Ryan Johnson R I A N or something? Yeah, this Ryan Johnson is just a guy with named Ryan. This is this is store brand Ryan Johnson. <laughs> um. I don't know what the show's about, and I'm not reading. I don't know how to read. Okay, Blind Spot focuses on a mysterious tattooed woman, okay, who is found inside a travel bag in Times Square in New York City by the FBI. 
She has no recollection of her past or her identity. They discover that her tattoos contain clues to crimes they must solve. Okay, so that's a movie or a show. Sandra Bullock was in it. About a football player with tattoos. Yeah, they had to solve the the, the opposing team's playbook was tattooed on him. You know how they say on USA, characters welcome? Here's a character show idea for them. Uh, detective show, like Psych or Monk or any of the other ones they do. Suits, maybe. But it stars Sandra Bullock, obviously. And her partner in detective solving is a football player with Lenny tattoos. <laughs> Retired tattoos. NFL tackle Michael Ower, <laughs> who is the, the basis for that movie. The tattoos represent crimes that have been committed. Where are the tattoos coming from? I don't know. I'll have to watch Blind Spot and see how they dealt with it. Just rip that idea off. So that's a good idea. Uh, coming to your TVs, uh, March 16th. Yeah, it's going to be year. on like Tubi or f- f- one of those ones. It's be that, on USA. One of those ones that you can watch that has annoying ads in it all the time. Yeah. Uh, Franny officially says that she would date Matt after the game. I was so shocked to hear this. There's just no way to tell. Did you hate it? No, it's it, it's obvious they like each other. I thought it was funny that like if this was fun, but it's like what? No way! I can't believe it. Yeah, I expected you to be like, ugh, more romance. No, I'm into Not it. Not on my Survivor. Um. Jam Jam makes up, wants to make up with Josh. Josh makes a uh, fake idol. And then they uh, talk about coming out and um, being anxious and, and dating. Jam Jam's story about how he felt too ugly to date anyone was really sad. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> that was not That was not a well, that's story. Yeah, well, you know what? That's what the show is now, Jake. The show is every every single person on uh, on the show is defined entirely by the worst thing to happen to them. That's what Jeff's talking about when he says this is the hardest game that they've ever played. Yes. Even though it's, you know, two weeks shorter. As Jeff is just, like, leeching off of it like an energy vampire, <laughs> like he's fucking Colin Robinson. <laughs> uh, so these two men agree to vote for Krylin. Krylin over here. Krylin goes, you know. There's no Krylin in baseball. There's no Krylin baseball. Uh, okay, so what about this immunity challenge? They have to race through obstacles, big boxes filled with big sticks, over, under, hurdles, fill bucket with water, cross rope, teeter-totter, hinge platform, as Jeff calls it. Then there's a maze that they have to uh, do balls through. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a challenge. I liked the one <laughs> camera angle that they had on the platform that was tilting, where it was like, it was kind of underneath them. I thought that, and it was like tilting mm. along with it. I thought it was on the platform itself. I thought that was cool. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I, I think they're doing a lot of uh, cool things with uh, the production side of things. They have to you zazz know, it up somehow because they use the same, they're in the same location every year and they're using really similar looking sets every single year. So you got to do something different. Have you noticed also, speaking of how lazy they've gotten with production, the first half of the theme for this new era, the first half of the new title for every season has been the same. It's just the number four. Isn't that weird? 
Yeah, crazy. It, they're just so lazy. Anyway, try harder. If I were on the show producing it, this season would be called Knights of the Round Table because Kane and Carson and Jeff Probst are all Knights of the Round Table that is Tribal Council. There really is and like a stark difference. A round table. There's like a stark difference in terms of like watching this and watching the traders like traders. They're putting some real fucking effort into that theming. Mm hmm. This is just like, hey, you're on Fiji now. OK, it's all about like it's. I don't know, man. Like, I just think that we're getting to the point where people have confused. People are too self-aware playing this game and it just gets into Mm -hmm. these weird things where you overthink everything and it creates like new rules for how to do things. And that's how you get into a position where someone on the jury will will like unironically say, like, you should have given up going to tribal council so that you could have a fire making moment. Like, that's mm-hmm. the point where it's like, maybe we need to rethink how we're doing things on this yeah. show. Because it's Pull literally, it a bit. it's the equivalent of somebody being like, you won the lottery. You should spend all your winnings buying more lottery tickets. Ooh, that's a good idea. Increase your winnings. Speaking of winning, Ratu and Soka win. Which means they get to send three people on the journey. Brandon, Danny, and Krylin are sent on the journey, and medical checks on MGM again. Uh, did you know that MGM was leaving at this point? Uh, I had a feeling. Uh, as soon as he was like, I'm in a lot of pain, I was like, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, book uh, Tika, Jim Jam reiterates that they should work together, and he points out th- to Josh that Carolyn is playing them both. And honestly, they're right. I love Carolyn, but they're right to do this. Yeah, Carolyn is not being honest with them. <laughs> She's not trustworthy. Over on, <laughs> over on the jury, they reach a sanctuary. Uh, this was fun. I liked the sanctuary. I liked that it was the, the journey was just them getting to eat some snacks. Yeah. Carolyn says, I don't eat meat, but I do on Survivor. Yep, that's how it's got to be. Funny. That's the, the you don't have the luxury of not eating meat when you're on Survivor. They point out how everyone from the last journey has an idol. Uh, Danny and Brandon talk about how buff they are and Krylin feels left out. Boys Alliance, dudes rock. I I mean, like, Carolyn's pretty buff, too, honestly. Like, why do you feel left out? uh, Because it's the bros talking. Okay. And she doesn't feel like a she doesn't feel like a bro. But, you know, she's got an idol, so it's okay because she knows she's gonna make it. In a talking head, she declares that she will make the merge, and it feels like the first time she's realized that. So I don't know. I feel like maybe this could be a bit of a winner's edit. She's been getting a ridiculous winner's edit this whole time. Like I love it. It it might be a bait and switch just because like I said on Twitter, like I do think that their, their policy at this point is just whoever the most annoying contestant is. They're like, that's the main character of the whole show. We're going to orient everything around them. Who was the main character last season? I think honestly, like Gabler was in a lot of ways. (laughs) So do you think Marianne was in 42? Marianne 100% was. She was the only person Jeff talked to whenever they, he would talk to people. 
Who was the main character in 41 then? I'm trying to remember. It, was, it certainly wasn't Erica. Well, Erica's not annoying. Despite, despite being the winner. Well, yeah, but the last two I'm not saying it means that they win. Annoying. I'm saying it means that they're like the focal point of production. Mm. Um, let's see. The final six. Erica, Deshaun, Xander, Heather... Ricard. I mean, Shannon and Ricard were the main characters of that show. Shannon and Ricard were very big, big part of that season. Um, yeah, I feel like after Ricard left, it was the Erica story. But up until then, it was all Ricard, Danny. Wow. Man, 41. It was a good season. A lot of fun. That was a good season. Good season. What a good, what a good group of folks. We had JD, Jeannie, Nasir, Evie, Shan, Liana, Danny, Xander, Deshaun. Great stuff. Okay, well, that was Survivor 41. On Survivor 44, Krylin tells them that they broed out at the sanctuary. Josh tells them that he has an idol and then shows them the fake idol. And Jam Jam immediately recognizes it as the beads from Tree Mail. It literally falls apart. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Uh, Josh then talks about his horrible medical history, which made me feel like he was leaving. You know, they love to do that. Krylin tries to reconcile with Jam Jam, and then Jeff arrives at the Tika camp and tells them that Matthew had to leave the game and Tribal Council is canceled. So how about that? I, I feel bad for for Matthew because I think he was playing a really good game. Um, also, uh, can we talk about how insane Jeff looked at the medical consultation? Oh, he looked like he was getting <laughs> yeah. off on it. Yeah, you love you know he loves trauma. He loves to see others in pain. He thinks it's fun, and that's why he's hosted this show for four. It's so seasons. jarring anytime we go back to see how like relatively normal Jeff was, and Jeff is like insane now. Yeah, he would say he's just doing normal stuff though, just being a normal guy. He's being regular as he's like doing like a weird leering grin at like like Matthew's in extreme pain and is really sad because he has to go home. And Jeff is like, but isn't it great that you persevered through all this pain? It's like, get out of here. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Why are you smiling at me? <laughs> uh, he's really proud of him for, you know, I don't fucking know, like dealing with this pain for a week and a half when he shouldn't have had to. It's like that. Um, did you ever did you ever watch review? The uh, the Andy Daly TV show. Um, I I've seen the first few episodes. Have you seen the um, "They're All Is Aching" one? I don't think there's, so. There's there's an episode where the question is just "They're All Is Aching," and that is what uh, Forrest has to review, and it gradually drives him insane. And there's a point where he's in an institution getting electroshock therapy, and at one point, because he starts talking like that, like even when he's doing the narration, his like. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, his like speech patterns are kind of similar to that. There's a better word for that, but I can't remember mm. it. But anyway, at, at one point, he uh, he's getting shocked by one of the nurses, and he goes, "Nurse, why are smiling? Why are smiling?" <laughs> and that's how I feel seeing Jeff in that scene. 
That's fair. Um, okay, we should do we we should talk about the wildlife shots before we get out of here. Yes, get out of here. We we have a million more segments, but uh, okay. So wildlife shots. We had a snake, you know, snakes. They're all over the place. Yeah, snakes and rats. Classic Survivor. Uh, speaking of rats, there wasn't any rats on Survivor, but they played a big part in this week's episode of The Traders. They did. Uh, Thomas, did you know that ultra rats as big as rabbits are set to invade Scottish homes within weeks? This is an article from September They gotta 23rd. get Alan coming out of there now. September 13th, 2022, excuse me. Airlift Alan coming out of Scotland. Feeding. The animals have flourished. You're going to love this, Thomas. The animals have flourished through feeding and breeding and will be seeking refuge as temperatures fall. Uh, That's rough. This is gross. I, I, I clicked on this article because I thought it would be funny, but not, the more I read it's it, not the a more pleasant, out It's I not am. a pleasant thought. Anyway, they had big rats on the traders. Um... And they're the was, giant rats who that. make all of the rules. Yeah. Uh, okay. So last week, Thomas, you had won 15 points. Um, so good job. Double digits. That's great. We saw you get a point for Lauren surviving. I, um, I got a point for Kane surviving of Ratatouille. I, of course, was at 19 points last week. Not a big deal, but it is four points ahead of you. Soka had seen Danny survive and Franny survive. They're, Future contestants on Survivor Rhyme Crimes. Um, we're we're oh, hitting. Uh, it's getting close to to May, which is Dan's and Fran season. <laughs> I'm looking here. Uh, I got a point for Jam Jam surviving on Tika, but it says here Helen. Helen, can that be right? Did you say Helen? I don't know her. I'm not aware of this person. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, we said Soka, you said Soka, I said Ratatouille would win reward, there was not a reward challenge, but they did get a reward at the Sanctuary, if you'll grant me that. I think we could, you, like I think we could just both not get points for that, I think us both getting points for it is the same as neither of us getting points. Well, I would agree with you, but you had said pizza, and I said watermelon. There actually was watermelon on uh, the table, but I didn't see any pizza, so... Yeah, well, I'll give you... Yeah, you can get a point for that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you said Ratatouille would win immunity. I said Soko would win immunity. They both did. I said Jam Jam would be... Not Jam Jam. You said Jam Jam would be leaving. I said MGM would be leaving, and it was, in fact, MGM. Wow, you got, so you got a, a fucking technicality win there, the best kind. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sometimes it's right to trust the uh, next time on previews. Uh, so you've got 18 now. I've got 23. Uh, did you see the next week on Survivor promo? No, I never watched those. Well, Thomas, it's looking like the merge. So our time with Ratatouille, Soka, and Tika are done. Who are you going to pick going into the merge? Uh, I'm sticking with Danny. Let's make it to final travel council. Danny, you love a manny named Danny. Um, I, I'm between two people. Who do you think the two people I want to pick are? Uh, Carolyn is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I think Jamie is the other one. You're right. Um, and I do, I do have a feeling, like as much as I love Carolyn, 
I do have a feeling Jamie is gonna like, you know, bubble up as the season goes. I could I could see her winning. You know, nobody's thinking about her now, but I am. I should check how uh, how I'm doing in the fantasy league because I've been doing pretty poorly so far. <laughs> I think I'm like 27th of how bad am I doing? Like that. I usually do pretty well. I, I came in like the top three in two of the previous seasons I've I've participated in, but uh, this is not my season. <laughs> so luckily, I'm winning here at least. Uh, okay, so who will win the next reward challenge? Um, I'm gonna say Soka. I think that seems like an easy choice. Okay. I'm going to say Danny. What will the reward be? Oh, wait. Yeah, duh. Sorry, it's individual stuff now. Um, yeah, it's too late now. That, well, it's okay, late, no, actually. I get to pick. You pick Danny. Um, They're probably going to do that earn the merge challenge, to be honest. Yeah, so. probably. Do we want to pick a tribe and a person? No, I'm going to stick with my person. Okay. You, find, you found your person. Uh, I'm going to say Brandon. <laughs> Okay, uh, what will the reward be? Gosh, probably a feast of some sort, I would think. Although they're probably, Gosh. yeah, they're probably not going to do that. Um, Fucking goofy over here. Yeah, I'll say, uh, I'll say champagne. Mm, good answer. Um, I'll say... Or you know what? Sparkling wine. Sorry. Spar- that includes champagne, mm. Prosecco, any kind of sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Mixing a white wine with a LaCroix. Yeah, a little spritzer. Yeah. Um, I'll say pork chops. Okay. I don't even know what a pork chop is, technically. But, you know, like... You know what you a... Know, like yeah, a, you do. It's a pork chop. I know what a pork chop is. Like, I know what a pork chop is. Pork chop sandwiches, but... You know, like, as I'm thinking about it, I'm, I think I'm thinking of ribs, but I know they're not ribs. No. They're pork chops. You know what a pork chop is. You, I know that you know what a pork chop is. I'm going to say ribs. Okay. Is pork chops just pig's ribs? No. Is ribs pig's ribs? Yes. What's pork chops, then? <laughs> they're fucking pork chops. <laughs> what Where is it? It's a loin cut taken perpendicular to the spine of the pig and is usually a rib or part of a vertebrae. So I guess it is a little bit of rib. Well, I can't believe you had that definition directly from your pork brain chops are unprocessed and leaner than other cuts. Chops are commonly served as an individual portion and can be accompanied with applesauce, vegetables, and other sides. Then what is McRib? <laughs> I mean, that's proprietary information. That's trade secrets. What, what are they going to come out with, McPork Chop? <laughs> I would eat the fuck out of a fast food pork chop sandwich. If it was a deep uh, fry, if it was a fried pork chop. Ooh, got some breading around that. Let's go. Who's going to win immunity? Good question. I ask it every week. I'm going to say Brandon still also. Is Brandon the old NFL player? Yes. Ah, damn, that's who I was going to pick. Um, all right, I'm going to stick with my Manny Danny. Yeah, I mean, Danny's a great pick. Yeah. Although it's probably like some balancing thing, so it's probably going to be. I don't know. Those are always so hard. The challenge is going to be who knows the least about firefighting. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Danny's gonna win? That's nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah, somehow he managed to overcome the obstacles. Well, he actually knew all the right answers, so he could easily uh, <laughs> It's like Mike making answers. fire. I know how not to do it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> who will be the first person voted out once all of the tribes come together? Josh. It's going to be Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good call. Um, I'll say Brandon, I guess. I don't know. I loved how Brandon and Danny were like, you know, big buff guys, us jocks never win Survivor. I looked it up. I think something like the last 16 winners, 11 of them have been jocks. So I don't know if their their logic of buff guys never win really holds, but... Whatever. Well, it's efficient. It's illegal now to to be good at physical challenges if you want to win Survivor. So mm. it's cancel culture yeah. these days. Yeah, cancel cancel buff men. You know, these Timothy Chalamets out here, Michael Sarah, other soft boys, soy boys. Yeah, soy boys on Survivor. Yeah, back in my day, it was called Survivor, not Soyvivor. <laughs> yeah, you tell them. <laughs> Okay, so should Panera show up, or if they get toilet paper uh, from Charmin, the company uh, will get two points for either of those yeah, showing up. Yeah, Pretty exciting yeah. stuff. Yeah, Tons, yeah. Let's talk to traders. Let's go to Trader Joe. All that bad shit you eating is gonna take a toll. They got some healthy food for you, and it's for low. I like the I can't wait to talk to traders. We had seen uh, this episode. It was called Cabin in the Woods. I think this is the eighth episode. Is that right? Uh, was it the Was it the eighth? I thought it was the ninth. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Anyway, either way, we're late in the season, and that's very exciting. They've recruited Ari, and he accepted. Did I not say this would happen? I did. I did say it would be Ari. Yeah. Stephanie has been, uh, Stephanie LaGrosa has been murdered. Um, wait, Stephanie has been murdered. Okay, no, I think it was eight maybe then. Are you reading a description? Because I definitely, this is not the episode I watched. Stephanie has been murdered, they all think, but then she knocks at the door. So they all think that Ari Shield protected him from getting murdered last night. But actually, that's not at all what happened. Nobody got murdered. Doesn't this episode um, that, start with Ari being revealed as the new traitor? Yeah. Yeah, we already talked about that. Or I, I mentioned it. You just didn't respond, I think. Yeah. Is what happened. Well, you know how it is. This <laughs> Sometimes things distract me. Uh, Christian then tells them that he, do you remember this? Christian tells the whole group that he was recruited as a traitor, but said no. What the fuck are you doing, dude? What was this? Such a bad move. What was he cooking? There was no reason to do this. (laughs) He's like, Cody's gone. Time for a new dumbass traitor. I'm really, yeah, it's like you, you, he had done such a good job of not drawing attention. Like at all. Yeah. Like nobody was on to him and he was like, I'm going to solidify it by saying that I being like I was recruited, but I turned it down. Like, what the yeah. f- like, what are you thinking? Why would you say that if you weren't a traitor? 
Like, who would have... What, what faithful would have that information? This is like... Like, you just pulled off a heist and you start, like, spending all the money right away? Like, bro, you know we have to kill you now, right? You're drawing too much uh, heat. What, so, naturally, Suri and Ari are pissed. Uh, I, what a rude awakening. Like, Ari's like, you guys have been killing it. Like, this is... I had no idea. You guys are doing awesome. And the minute he gets there and it's like, I can't wait to play with these guys, Christian is like, I'm gonna blow this whole thing up for no fucking reason. <laughs> You know what I just realized? Uh, Speaking of survivor rhyme crimes, which I don't think we've ever done yet. uh, What if Suri and Ari were a pair? That that doesn't really rhyme, though. Well, that's why it's a crime. Okay. Yeah, good point. Uh, So they are mad. What did you think of Alan Cummings dressing? It was out of control this week. I loved it. It was an all gray plaid suit with a brown fedora. Yeah. And he had a fucking like identical color plaid handkerchief that was around his neck (laughs) as well. That shit was crazy. It was it was great. Every week so I keep it's, thinking, it's like, how is he going to top this? And he keeps doing it. And he always says, I, re- I remember thinking when I saw that one, I was like, you know, last week he, he came out with every color of the rainbow on his suit. Uh, I don't know how it's, he's going to do anything better. Uh, and he comes back with like the most basic, but garish and like exciting gray suit. It was great. Yeah, he's great. He's serving. We love it. A brown fedora that doesn't at all match. <laughs> it's a little off his head, a little too much. God. It's so funny. I love it. I hope it never I love changed. Alan Cummings so much. I hope whoever is producing the traders and is listening to this show isn't taking this as criticism. No, this is, do not change anything. We love it. It's so good. Yeah. Keep the outfits coming. Uh, Keep the outfits Alan coming. S- that's really good. Say so, uh, they they have to solve puzzles in a cabin. There's gross bugs and rats. Uh, Stephanie, Andy, and Ari and Rachel have won. And Kate says, "You know how they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I don't want to be any stronger." That's fine. Kate that was, is growing on me. Uh, yeah, a little bit. She needs to get past some of her own bullshit, but she's entertaining. Um, and uh, she she pulled through for them because Sari was non-functional the entire time. She mm. was just screaming. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Ari again gets the shield. Remember? Of course. Sierra Hotel India Echo Lima Delta. Uh, Rachel and Kate immediately go after each other at the round table and Rachel is voted out. Of course, Rachel is voted out. Kate's a shield. It's so Duh. funny to Duh. watch this go back and forth every single time between two people who are faithful <laughs> and no one ever it's goes so back to the drawing board. Like the thing that I kept thinking with this was how did no one coming into this game? Like people know who Suri is. No one Alan coming. Yeah, no one come Alan coming into this game. People know who Suri is. I get that. Naturally. Like naturally, all of us want to be Suri's friend and to play with Suri. But I feel like going into that game, it's like, who would be the most dangerous person to be a traitor? The answer is obviously Sari. Okay, this game is going, it has been a complete disaster for the faithful. They keep voting each other out. 
they keep choosing between two options who are faithful. It couldn't, it almost couldn't be going worse. You, it never occurs to you that maybe Suri is a traitor. Like, no, no, couldn't be. It's a testament to how well she plays, but like, it's, she's nice. She's a nice lady. It's just crazy that they're like, you got to change something. It's like people just, they're stuck Mm. on the same thing every time. I feel like every time she mentions, like, I'm doing this to prove my faithfulness, people are like, that makes a lot of sense. Um, this is a game where you can't listen to anything that anyone says. You have to look at what they do. But even Sari is even, like, she's voting with everybody. She's voting with the house every time. Yeah, I, I did think that it was an unforced error on her part voting for Rachel this time around. I think that she could have voted for Kate and gotten more cred that way. By being yeah. like, I, I stuck to my guns on Rachel. I knew that she, I, my instincts were right. I knew that she wasn't a traitor because the, it wouldn't have mattered. Rachel was still going to get voted out and Kate would still be there as a shield. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. I think she just doesn't want to upset anyone. So like voting with the majority every time I, is I think part not of it raise any suspicion. I think part of it is to to keep trust with Kate too because the best strategy that they have is keeping Kate in the game as long as possible. Yeah, and even Kate realizes that now, so yeah. Um yeah, Traders continues to be good. You going to watch season 2? I don't know if they've announced it yet, but Yeah, I mean, we'll see unless two. there's some sort of catastrophically bad ending to this then yeah. Yeah, like uh fucking Roman Reigns winning when it's Yeah, they're going to come out, yeah. Siri is going to be about to hit a three amigos crossroads on someone and then they're going to come yeah, yeah, she's going to get hit with the Samoan spike and then get speared. By somebody who's, yeah, Cody's going to come back. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you've already been eliminated. Uh, The Traitors has been renewed for season two at Peacock. Hell yeah. Excuse me. The Traitors has been renewed for season two at The Cock. That would be a funny little um, Photoshop to do. The Peacock logo, but instead of P, P P-E-A, it says the, T-H-E. Yeah, and then you have, like, a rainbow-colored penis. You have a rainbow-colored penis. What is this, gay pride parade? It's not June. It's April. April in the D. That's right. Thomas, did you watch the challenge last night? Nope. World Championship? Okay, well, um, it was called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. What did you think of that title? Great title. Uh, the, they had to drink a nasty smoothie and then one person was swung around on a tractor while the other threw them rings that they had to throw in a basket. Uh, pretty fun challenge. Um, big tractors. Who won? Didn't write that down. I think Darrell and Kiki won. I might be wrong though. And the house came to a stalemate in their voting. So now... The winning team has to decide who goes in of everybody left in the house. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, They didn't eliminate anybody. It ended in a cliffhanger. Cool. Was there any music? Yeah, there was music. This is a segment called Music Minute. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Let's go. They made fun of... um, What are their names? Jordan and... Tori 
for not wanting to vote each other because they used to be engaged. So somebody uh, sang the wedding march, and that was funny. And then this song, um, it was released. There was only one real song. It was released at some point. Uh, didn't I couldn't find the uh, release date. Sorry. Uh, it's 198 beats per minute, 3 minutes and 23 seconds. It's in English. The writers are unknown. Um, it's aggressive slash angry, atmospheric, building, cinematic, dark, dramatic, dynamic, emotional, exciting, energetic, suspense, and sweeping. Do you want to hear the instruments in it? Sure. Bass, drum machine, drums, drum, percussion, bass, guitar distortion, keyboards, other, percussion, piano, sample, strings, sub bass, synthesizers, vocal female, vocal ooze woos. Can you give me like a time period that this was released in? Mm, probably. I think this song is like not, it's, there's no Wikipedia article I'm finding, um, but I, I, could, I can do some quick, uh, I can do some quick Google. Lean. Um, let's see. Uh, it's a pop song. Um, ooh, ooh, the singer has the same name as you. Okay. But a different, uh, another variation. Okay, of, so it's not a Tom York song is what I'm hearing. It's not a Tom York song, but if you, sp- if you spelled your name differently... Oh, and he's also originally from where you're originally from. What? What? He's from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Man, who's from Grand Rapids that does music? Um, his his last name sounds like a stage name, but isn't, according to Wikipedia. Uh, he is known for his production work with American rapper NF. Do you know? NF? No. <laughs> mm. Well, they, they both met while they were uh, in Michigan. Um, and he's a, he's a producer now. Uh, cinematic songs collections. He's got a lot dating between 2017 and 2019. 2020, he came out with an album called The Birth of a King. Any, any hints? Any ideas no. yet? No. <laughs> Um, he's won several Dove Awards and been nominated for even more. Uh, he's been featured in Batwoman, Nancy Drew, Tell Me a Story, Station 19, The Bold Type, Spanish Princess, World of Dance, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, All-American, Black Ink Crew, Chicago, The Enemy Within, Siesta Keith, Titan Games, Legacies, Charmed, The Girl in the Spider's Web, Tell Me a Story, Hard Knocks, The Challenge Champs vs. Stars, The Good Doctor, The Brave, The Power, Prison Break, Black Ink Crew, Quantico, Rain, The Expanse, Bones, Queen Sugar, Containment, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Scream the TV series. I, I don't know who this is. It's called A Storm is Coming by Tommy Prophet. I've literally never heard of that band in my life. Sorry, it was the only song they played other than The Wedding okay. Match. And I didn't feel like that was a good option for the Music Minute. How would I even... How would I even give you hints for that? You'll hear this one at nice to, Yeah, nice to know that uh, someone from Grand Rapids is uh, putting out music that's getting featured on The Challenge and uh, many other television programs. Yes. Um, speaking of things, I'm sending you a DM right now for this week's Quopest 
Winner. Wow, look at you. You did it. You outwitted, outplayed, and outlasted all of your competitors. You're extremely smart, but also a genuinely good person. You have a strong set of skills and determination that helped you go all the way. You also had the wherewithal and integrity to stand in good favor with the jury when the final vote came into play. Congratulations on becoming the sole survivor. Thank you. What does yours say? Uh, you have absolutely no moral compass when it comes to this game. You have no real alliances and you'll do whatever it takes to win. This is not like, is this because I picked Parvati? This is no, this is not track with any of the other choices that I made. Be it going back on your word mm. or betraying your closest friend. You have no shame and that's fine. You're a proud Slytherin. It's fucking annoying. Uh, cunning, calculated, and manipulative. This is Survivor. This is not Harry Potter. Okay. You come very close to winning, but only get taken to the final two so the other person can secure their win because they know the jury fully hates you. Well, congrats on taking me to the end so you could win. Yeah, that, that was my plan all along. Um, okay, so Thomas, has anybody sent you any quotes quizzes on Twitter yet? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Mm, well, if they wanted to, where would they do uh, that? You can send it to me at TomNotTom. And what are the rules for the quotes quizzes? I don't, I don't remember. It has to be a quiz. It has to be a BuzzFeed quiz, and it has to be related to Survivor in, in some, some way. way. You can get creative with that, in I guess. In some way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at D-Y-W-S-L-N. That's the initials of the show, or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. It's not, it's not even true anymore. It's Jeff Probst has his own podcast now. We've been doing this shit since 20-something and now it's 20-something else. Jeff Probst never even contacted me to produce Ridiculous. Can you believe that? Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon, too, uh, that are also produced by us and not Jeff Probst. You can find them at patreon.com slash justpodcast. Thomas, did you uh, want to shout any one of them was out? Yeah, okay. Um, let's shout out Just Joey, a classic. A classic podcast for a classic band like Shadena. Or, I don't know, Rupert? Yeah, sure. Uh, Joe Brandon? Uh, Mikhail Gorbachev? Jeff Probst? I'm just thinking of, like, some normal guys. Yeah, just re- regular just guys. Some normal guys, you know. Just regular guys. Um, bus driver. Doctor. Game show host. Game show contestant. These are all just some guys you can be. Pilot. Fighter pilot. Lover pilot. Summer lover. Thomas, would you call yourself a summer lover? No. Well, I am. And that's why I always say, have a great summer. Have a great summer, Thomas, I said. Yeah? Did you hear? Did you hear? I said, what have about a great it? Deuces. are kind of it is kind of like wrestling succession in a way it's a kind of similar Mm -hmm. dynamic Mm -hmm. it really is um it's really fun to watch they should do a parody of succession on 
WWE television. Yeah, who's who there? I feel like, I mean, Stephanie is Shiv, obviously. Um, Stephanie is Shiv, Vince is... uh, So that makes Triple H the Tom? Yeah, obviously Triple H is Tom. Yeah, 100%. Vince is Logan. Um, Who's... Shane is Kendall, I think, because he was away from the company for a while. Yeah, okay. I was trying to remember his name. There isn't really a Roman, to be honest. Well, I mean... I feel like maybe Roman Reigns could play Roman. Yeah, that's well. The, uh, yeah, the the name definitely helps there. Mm, Survivor same names. Who's co- who's the that. cousin Let's Greg? Let's do that for a simulated season. The cousin Greg, and that's the star of the show. Um, it's like John Laurinaitis. No, no, what? No, it's got to be somebody we like. Cousin maybe Greg. Rollins. Greg is a piece of shit. <laughs> Nobody's funny though. Who's fun- John Laurinaitis was funny when tall. John Laurinaitis was doing the mm. the fucking you don't you didn't like People Power. I thought um, I don't want to put John John Laurinaitis in our fantasy show um, for reasons that yeah because he's John a fucking because he's a, a horrible fucking creep yeah sure whatever yeah. it's wrestling dude that's like half the people involved in wrestling no no the wrestlers I like are good people yeah they're actually. all good people they're fucking carnies. Cousin Greg, um, oh, oh, you know who's really tall and on WWE TV and they love to put in things? Omos. <laughs> Omos, excuse me. Omos. I the Undertaker is Cousin Greg. <laughs> That's good casting right there. Trying to keep you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. That's how you're going to beat me at Final Trouble right. Council. This classic gamesmanship. You'll pull out a hidden immunity. I don't know. I was pretending not to hear so that I could gain the upper hand. <laughs> that would be such a great Final Trouble strategy. <laughs> sorry, can you speak up? I didn't <laughs> hear what you said. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I was thinking about other things. I had a lot, I I had a a lot on my mind earlier. <laughs> Smarten up, pros.